guys, how's it going? My name is Daniel, and this this is Guns and Stuff. So, Guns and Stuff is a weekly Q&A show with me where we sit down every Thursday and we talk about guns and stuff. That's about it, but it's a lot of fun. Y'all drop in some dope questions, so I'm super excited to get into it. All right, enough of me talking. Let's get into it. How much extra is it to fly with a gun? That really depends on your airline because it's really just another checked bag. You just have to go through a little bit extra hoops to get it in the plane. So you don't really have to pay anything extra unless your plane, your airline requires you to pay for a checked bag. I fly Southwest, blags fly free, so I'm super excited about that. Um, in order to fly with a gun, get there a little bit early so if anything weird happens, you're able to get it taken care of. I actually flew out of DCA, the DC airport, inauguration day with ARs and Glocks and Mac, it, it was it was a mess. So it is possible to fly out with guns, just make sure you get there a little bit early. When you go up to the counter, say you need to check a firearm, they're gonna give you a little piece of paper you sign saying there are no loaded guns or anything like that, you put it in the case. One thing that I found that helps you not to get in any trouble is don't let your case make a lot of noise rattling around. So if you have your case, turn it one way, turn it the other way. If stuff doesn't sound like it's tumbling around, usually you're not gonna have to go back and open up your case. That's what my experience has been. Whenever I have stuff rolling around, I always get called back to open up my case so they can check it. They're really just checking to see if there are live rounds rolling around. That's all they really know to check for. So yeah, not that hard, but yeah, make sure you get there a little bit early. Best AR style shotgun, I'm gonna be honest, I do not know a lot about shotguns, so AR style shotguns is like really out of my wheelhouse. Check out the machine gun nest. I know they stock those, but like, I, I couldn't even guess. Reloading worth the trouble and expense in this ammo economy. So reloading parts, prices are going up also. Primers are super hard to find. So yes, reloading is generally cheaper than normal ammo, but reloading is more expensive now. So really depends what you're trying to do. You need to get all the reloading equipment in. I have ADHD. I know for a fact I'm going to double charge all my rounds, so I'm gonna blow something up. So reloading is not worth it for me. If you have that attention span and you're able to really dial it in and really make the most of your time, money, and energy, go for it. But for me, yeah, I'm a pass. 45 pistol caliber carbine for home defense. So I'm very always I'm always reluctant to give a definitive answer for a specific thing like home defense and say this is the best option, especially when it comes to calibers. Platform a little bit more, but when it comes to calibers, I don't know where you live. I don't know if you have neighbors. I don't know if you live in an apartment or a house or in the woods, if you got coyote. I don't know what your deal is. So generally speaking, I prefer nine over 45, but if you have 45, use it, run it. You'll, it'll be fine. But um, I really am reluctant to say yes, go for it if I don't know more about your situation. There's just so many variables that, take in, that you should take into account when you're picking something like that, that I really don't know, but it's a gun. It'll work, probably. Suggestions on how to get involved in defeating HR 127. Y'all check that bill out. It's wild, it, it's crazy. Um, Firearms Policy Group, FPC, I believe. Yep, yeah, check them out. They're the ones at the front line making changes, sending emails and filing things in court. So yeah, check them out. They're killing it. So yeah, they'll be able to give you some next steps. Most likely though, call your representatives, let them know this is some crap and yeah, go from there. 
Thoughts on the Vortex Strike Eagle 1 to 8. Good LPVO. Vortex stuff is dope. It's all dope. I know the Strike Eagle is like their super budget option. Um, also, check out Adaball. Their stuff is really good. And I feel like you can get a little higher quality piece of glass for around the same price. But all of Vortex optics are really, really good. So you shouldn't have a problem either way. Thoughts on the War Comp. Good muzzle device for an Arrow 10.5. I have an Arrow 10.5 and I run a A2 birdcage and it works great for me. I'm not the best person to talk to about like muzzle devices. I think the 223 is a soft shooting enough round that it, A2 will do just fine and get good fundamentals. But the War Comp is dope. I know a lot of people that run it, a lot of people that love it, a lot of people that say it's the best thing ever. So if you get it, go for it, love it. One thing I would say, if you're running a 10.5, that's gonna be a really short gun. I want a really short gun I can stick in my bag, so I'm not gonna make something, make it a lot longer that's gonna make it harder to stick in a bag. So keep that in mind. I run a bird cage A2, so keep that in mind though. So war comp, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's a really great thing. Why can't I just say it's good? The war comp is good. Get a war comp if you like dumb stuff. <laughs> is Joe and Co coming for your guns? Um. I posted about this earlier this week and a lot of people are freaking out about gun legislation coming down the pipe. This isn't the first time craziness is coming down the pipe. It's not gonna be the last time craziness is gonna come down the pipe. Relatively speaking, when there is a Democrat in office who's overtly against guns, usually less gun stuff gets passed because people are more alert and anything that comes up, people are able to, no, that thing's terrible. I'm um, like, we had more gun laws passed under President Trump than President Obama. Like, people are not sleep at the wheel, stuff happens. So I am not, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not overly scared or terrified that my door is gonna get kicked in the middle of my MARs, my AR is gonna be taken. However, there is definitely um, stuff at work and people with agendas. So I'm not terrified. I got other stuff I'm working on that I'm taking up 95% of my brain capacity, but I am very vigilant in the stuff that's going on around our country. Buy guns, buy mags, buy bullets. But that's pretty much you should be doing that stuff all the time. So yeah, do that and you should be fine. New gun, new ammo. I'm not really sure what you need more, so I can't say one way or the other. One thing that I'm doing right now is I'm looking for what are the areas that aren't like hurting really bad and getting into that. So I'm probably gonna be getting into long range stuff pretty soon, because I'm still able to find the long range stuff, 6.5, 308. So I'm probably gonna get into a, like a long range build, because that stuff's readily available. And I'm not gonna stop with the pistol and carbine stuff, but I'm, I'm looking for where people aren't right now. So that's an idea. What do you think about side charging ARs? I think they're dope. I think they're really cool. I think they have their place. Like the SCAR 16 is a side charging with a reciprocating smack your thumb. Besides that, um, I think they're really, really cool. I think they're fun to work and manipulate similar to an AK. It's a different manual of arms, so you're gonna have to practice with it more. But I don't have anything bad to say like it's gonna crash and burn. Yeah, I think they're cool. Thoughts of Glock 1911. It won three world wars, so it must be legit. That new Walther. Thoughts. Um... If you haven't noticed, it didn't pop up on my page and it did pop up on a lot of people's page, so that should say something. Um, the new Walther, I think it's gonna be cool. The issues I had with the PPQ is also on this new Walther, so I don't know. The grip looks dope, the grip looks legit. It looks like they pulled the grip off of the Q4SF like, and they just made it out of polymer, so the grip looks cool. Looks like it has a little bit higher beaver tail or tank, so you can get a little bit higher up on the gun. 
It still has a step chambered barrel, which means it's gonna be cranking out rounds fast, which means recoil is still gonna be an issue. Um, I know a lot of people who love it, and a lot of people who have an issue with it. Um, I have to shoot it to see. I, I, I'm not gonna say definitively whether I like it or don't like it without shooting it, but looks like a redressed PPQ. Post some dry fire vids, I'm out of ammo. I hope you mean like you're out of like your range ammo and you're not like out, out, out of ammo. Like no one should be running out of ammo. Like keep a hundred rounds and switch over dry fire. Dry fire drills that you can work on. I've posted a bunch of stuff. Also check out Amy556. Like she has so many dope dry fire drills. Like anything that I'm gonna say, I'm basically stealing from her. So I'm gonna like go on her page, find something and then just regurgitate that. So we can just cut out the middleman, check out her page. She's got a lot of dope stuff on there. Also 556 Training Labs is her website. Again, a bunch of dope drills on there. So check out her stuff, she's killing it. And I'm sure it, once you work through all of that, we'll have ammo again. Glock 19 holster recommendations. Where did I put it up? Oh, there we go. QVO Tactical makes some dope holsters. They're also making a crazy bright flashlight. They're also making stabby pokey things. So yes, QVO is killing it right now. Yeah, so this is the Aloha Black. I love this thing. It has black in the name, so I'm able to say that it works with my current color scheme. But yeah, check out QVO. How's up for concealed care optic? Yes, now they make so many different optics. You gotta pick which one works, but I'm a big fan of Hollow Sun. Their stuff is dope, it's legit. So yes, Hollow Sun's good to go. Best hollow sun for Glock 17 MOS. So in my mind, like the 17 is the big boy, go to hell and back. Like you need one gun to last forever. So I want something super strong and durable. Um, the hollow sun 509T, I think that's the fully enclosed one. That one is dope. It's built like a tank. So check that one out. All the hollow sun stuff is pretty good though. SRO or RMR for your carry gun. I'll say this, I'm thinking about putting together a new carry gun build. And no matter what I do, it's going to have an SRO on it. So keep that in mind, but depending on how you live your life, what you do, how you're shooting, the SRO is pretty legit. And if you're worried about like it breaking, Jaegerworks has the BRO shield for it. So you can put that on there and it's a little more, more peace of mind, but that big chunky piece of glass is so dope. Split carry recommendations that might actually have stock. I know fat, I don't know. Um. I run Spirit Assessors over my shoulder. Um, I know a lot of people picked up the Trex Arms AC1. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Here's what I will say. If you are willing to wait at least three weeks, you can get anything you want. People are restocking things as quick as possible. I was looking Wilder Tactical. They make the belt that I like. Like They are hiring more people to sew. They're like, e I don't even care if you know how to sew. We'll teach you how to sew. Just come run this Juki. So like, there are a bunch of companies making stock as quickly as it can wait like two to three weeks and i'm sure you'll be able to get whatever you want but spiritus trex arms pharaoh concepts jpc there are a bunch of dope ones out there we all know what they are um if you don't little google search will help you out um but yeah get one of those and if you're willing to wait i'm sure you'll be able to find whatever you need budget lpvo that's like saying what's the best budget parachute um don't go with the budget option when it comes to glass, especially magnified glass, if you're cutting corners and if you're going cheap on build quality, it's just not gonna work out well. Now, if you want a cheaper option, check out Attaball. They make really good glass, really great stuff, um, but don't just go look for the cheapest option. You need quality that's not crazy. There is quality out there, just don't go, what's the cheapest thing I can buy for this one price? You're gonna get messed up. Best distance to zero in AR. I made a mistake on answering this question before. So I'm not gonna do it. It's like, no. Um, if you're running a longer gun, 36 yards. If you're running a shorter gun, 50 yards zero. 
I'll leave it at that. Advice for someone new to advanced training prior to taking Gladiator Guns Diminished Environment class. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Let me know which class you're gonna be at. I'll probably be there too. Um, it be have the fundamentals on lock. Like, be able to manipulate your gun with your eyes closed. Draw from the holster. Reload. Know the condition of your gun without having to check it. Like, know your equipment inside and out. Have really good gear, really good kit. Like, if you can put your kit on, roll around, and then all your stuff is still in the same place, you're probably good to go. Um, Have your fundamentals down. Now, the way that those classes are set up is it's not like we hit the ground running and it's like 2-1,000. There is a slight buildup, so you don't have to feel like, you don't have to shoot like 2,000 rounds the day before to be ready to go, but you need to have your skills on, like your baseline stuff on lock. It's really shooting is just doing really simple stuff exceptionally well in weird positions. So have your trigger squeeze on lock, your grip on lock, have your fundamentals dialed in and you'll do fine. Also, have a good light, like a legit light, like spend more than $100 on your light. And yeah, so, all right, last piece of advice. Thoughts on gun swords, quick access throughout the home, but out of reach of small kids. So I am a huge fan of Vault-Tec. Um, this is my travel safe. This is what, basically, when I'm just running around the country and I don't wanna do big pelicans, this is what I'm gonna carry. Um, they make a bunch of really great stuff. Like this, I even have around my house and I'll just, you, this has a little lock here and I'll lock it to my desk. So this will be like my at-desk safe. Um, Vault-Tec makes a lot of really great stuff. They have fingerprint readers. They got a bunch of really great tech inside them to help you keep your gun safe, but also super quick access, thumbprint, guns out, and away we go. So yeah, check out Vault-Tec. They make really, really great stuff and it's what I use. Semi-auto pistol or revolver. That's a good question. Um, I think there are different guns for different roles. Um, I think if you're concealed carrying and you're gonna be out for the entire day just doing you, having fun, I think a semi-auto pistol is better. More rounds, it's gonna be a little bit smaller. Um, these things have a lot of uses and I'm a big fan of these. So get both, they do different things. This is a pretty sweet home defense gun though. When you don't gotta worry about sitting down and EDCing, like this thing is about to replace my Glock 17 at home. Like I don't even care. Like I just wanna, anyway. So my Lori's not gonna like this, but yes. Um, they have both great applications. I think they're a little bit different roles. I think there's some stuff some auto pistols can do that are better than revolvers. I think there's some stuff revolvers are better at, but by and large, just buy both. Is it possible to be an effective shooter if you only train shooting with one eye open? That depends on your definition of effective shooter. Can you point, press out, hit your target every single time? Yes. Now, if you're running a course of fire and you have to process multiple things and you're moving and you're shooting, you need to do a lot of stuff. Having a wider field of view is always going to be better. So I don't know if it's gonna directly affect you shooting. You're probably gonna be able to shoot a little bit more accurately with one eye than both eyes, but Holistically, the stuff after shooting and around shooting is gonna be a little bit harder to do. But the actual act of shooting, pulling the trigger bang, you're probably gonna be a little bit better shot with one eye. So it's a cost evaluation you gotta weigh. At what point would you have enough ammo? Um, I think if I can maintain a schedule of training for 200 rounds a week pistol and carbine, and I don't have to buy ammo for like 10 years, then you might have enough. Besides that, I think you still should grab more. 
One thing I would say also to that question, there's a lot of people who are like out buying ammo, hoarding ammo, and other people aren't able to find any. Like I've bought ammo in a little while because I have enough, I'm able to keep training. So keep other people in mind when you're buying all the nine millimeters. There's a lot of new gun owners out there and they're still having a hard time finding ammo. So make sure there's enough to go around. No one's listening to me. They're still buying everything, so I don't care. What's your primary platform? Do you post on the gram and other the tube? 2011 or Glock? That's a good question. Cramming it all in there. Um, So my primary platform, I would say it's Instagram. I do post on YouTube. I'm trying to post every week, Um, but my main jam is gonna be Instagram. I love YouTube. I love the ability to post high and like, if I'm posting a piece of content on YouTube, it's gonna be like super high end, super high quality edited. Instagram's gonna be a little bit more dialed back, but it's gonna be more consistent. 2011 or Glock? I don't know. I really don't. Um, if I get a 2011, it's probably going to be a Staccato P because I can carry it. Um, there's other 2011s that I'm looking at. There's a lot of cool stuff out there, but how do you feel about the upcoming gun laws? They're gonna take all of our rights away and it's gonna stick you in a shoebox and send you to jail. The same way I feel about all the gun laws that are about to be passed that never, it's like the, um, I will wait and see. After being in it for a little while, um, you have to realize what's real and what's fake. Not fake, but what's a real threat and what's not a real threat. Um, I'm in Maryland, so I feel like I'm kind of numb to the issue. People in Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota who've never seen a gun law a day in their life are freaking out. Me, I'm like, I was born in the darkness. Um, so. Yes, there's some stuff that's nerve that's that's gotten that I have my eye on, but I'm not panic buying yet. So I'll I'll let you know when it's start time to freak out. All right, that's it for guns and stuff this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. This is legit my favorite part of the week. If I wasn't able to get to your question, I'm really really sorry. It's kind of the way that it goes. If you have a question that you really need to answer, DM me. I'm saying that sparingly because I think I have I have a bunch of DMs I haven't even got to, but screw it. Send me a DM. I'll get it back. I'll get you an answer back as soon as I can. Um, all right, that's it for now. And until next time, I cannot wait to hang out with you guys for some guns and stuff. <laughs>